the end of the day, everyone wants a better relationship with the person behind the email. It's not just about sending emails and texts. Welcome to Honest Ecommerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And today, I'm welcoming to the show one of our great partners over at Electric Eye, Isaac Hyman. He's joining us from High Flyer Digital. Uh, they say good things happen to those who wait. We have definitely been waiting a long time to find the time to do this one. Isaac, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. And uh, I'm a big listener of yours and I'm just so excited to be part of a, such a great podcast that has so many great you know, personalities and brands on it. Yeah, I'm excited to dive in. Uh, so today, Isaac, what are you going to talk about? Why should people listen to you? Give me, give us a quick background about who you are, what you do, why you're smart. Sure. Uh, well, uh, I, hopefully what we do is what's smart. You know, I think that uh, um, our agency specializes in helping brands turn, uh, unlock the revenue potential from the customers on their list. And one of the best ways to do that is, you know, by turning one-time buyers into lifetime buyers. And with everyone right now thinking about the recession, the challenges in the economy, uncertainty over, you know, what the, what their business looks like in 2023 and beyond, retention is really the best way to beat a recession. So that's really what our agency focuses on. And I found a lot of brands have all, have been reaching out more and more often saying, I need to break free from that acquisition hamster wheel and focus on growing my customers' value and unlocking their potential. So that's kind of what I'm here to kind of offer and give a different perspective than you, what you may hear out in the market. And coming from the top brands, having done it for the top 1% of e-commerce brands, hopefully I can could give some good perspective to the small guy and help them scale up to win. Awesome. I'm excited to dive into this stuff. So you shared over some uh, information before. And uh, one of these statistics really stands out to me. Uh, so I guess maybe I'll, I'll pose this in a question is, what percentage of e-com customers retain, remain one-time buyers? And why is it that? Yeah, the last stats I've heard from McKinsey, and I trust them the most just because they're, they've been in the space for so long. They've been in the, in the, in the research and data area. Um, it says about 74% of customers are one-time buyers, and it actually gets even worse than that because 80% of those one-time buyers are number one gained during the holiday season, and they are very low profit, very low margin. We're talking when you're, when you're value stacking, um, paid ads, and free rewards and free shipping, and in, in some cases, free returns. Um, on top of everything, the brands have very little, very little left for their for their business, and those those margins are just you know terrible. You can't even look at it. And you know when you have a problem of acquiring all these new one time buyers who don't do anything after a while and they leave three out of four, then you're just in this again this acquisition hamster wheel that doesn't help your business grow. And that's a that's a major challenge for for a lot of stores out there that are trying to compete and win. All right, so I I, I spend all this money during Q four, where everybody spends a bunch of money to acquire these new customers. 
What are what are some of these mistakes you see these brands making when it comes to post purchase on the, on those first time customers? So uh, I know Chase, you're you're a big reader. Uh, I know we've definitely traded a bunch of books back and forth where you've given me some great tips on books, and I hopefully will share um, some some of my favorites. One of the one of the best books I've ever read is Never Lose a Customer Again, um, and that book shows a path that a lot of Customers, a lot of a lot of brands leave customers off the finish line. I don't know if you're a fan of this show called um, Married at First Sight, or or maybe or maybe Love Is Blind. One of the two is kind of very similar. Oh my um, gosh, my friends won't stop talking yeah. about them. <laughs> right, exactly. So that show is very typical of the of the post purchase experience for a lot of brands out there. You are courting this person, you're courting that customer, you're convincing them with all your deals and offers and brand and positioning, and you get the sale. And then after you get that sale, it's like you pass them off to customer service or you kind of drop the ball there and you just say like, oh, you bought something, we're done. And that is where the relationship starts, right? That's exactly where. And I attribute it also to the challenge of most brands think in a funnel mindset, where you have a funnel and you drop that customer in, you get the sale and then it's done. And they drop through the, through the, through the hole, right? But the top brands think about the flywheel effect where they get that one-time sale and that's exactly where the relationship starts. And now we need to cultivate that relationship and grow it into multiple purchases, multiple, you know, referrals and just keep that going. And that's kind of where the brands fall asleep. They don't nurture that one-time buyer into a lifetime buyer. Um, using the using the strategy they need to build a relationship, they're literally marrying them at first sight and leaving. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that kind of analogy of, of "don't ask for marriage on the first date" is kind of used <laughs> all over the place, especially in our world. On our end of things, kind of some inside baseball. It's like from the agency perspective, is like you're not going for the close on the first conversation because it's a little too aggressive. So it's like seeing it when you're on the other side when you're talking about brands talking to customers is is kind of interesting. That's exactly it. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of brands just focus on that sale. They focus on the exchange of, of of money. They treat customers like an open wallet, and then they wonder where my customers leave and why they're going to competitors and why they're going to Amazon. And I think a lot of brands now don't have the luxury of messing with Amazon and messing with the top retailers out there who are going to be poaching those customers. And they have a huge amounts of uh, venture capital funds. They have a lot of capital to spend on ads. It's funny. I was just on another, um, I hosted a podcast with a paid media guy who is also runs the ads for the top brands. And he said, Amazon scales up in Q4. They outspend everyone and then they go away. And that's, that's a major challenge for brands out there to try and compete with those, with those retailers, um, for the hearts and minds of the customer. You really got to capture them. The, right after the sale and nurture them into that fan, that advocate from start to finish. I'm guessing there's a smarter way to kind of run these post-purchase strategies. Uh, what do you see out there? What is your agency helping brands do? Oh, so that's that's a great... It really starts, number one, with a mindset shift. Um, as I mentioned before, it's we're all seasoned to have this funnel approach. And, and you, you and I are both agency owners. We both have that funnel mindset where you get a, a lead coming in and you want to close the deal and you have this great sales pitch and everything. And then, you know, hopefully the retention side of it is, is really solid. I know your business is growing really well. So um, you definitely have excelled in it. But a lot of brands need to break free from that funnel mindset and approach a different mindset. What I call the post-purchase hourglass. An hourglass 
Um, if you know it, I used to have one around here. I'm not sure where it went when my kids took it. Um, an hourglass is, you know, the sand comes in, but then it collects at the bottom and accumulates. And that's kind of where brands need to rethink. I got that customer and I want to get that piece of sand, get that one customer and become a, and, and, and invite them into the community that we have, into all this value we have, into all this opportunity we have and grow with them. So it comes down to that hourglass mindset. That hourglass mindset, within that hourglass um, philosophy, there's a few stages that brands need to excel in. And the stages are that I've identified as the top four stages, not top four emails, but top four stages are number one, um, uh, adoption, right? Um, we need to be able to adopt the product. They need to be able to unbox a product, actually extract value from it right away. And the brands need to help the customer do that. The second stage is retention, where a customer could buy this product anywhere, anywhere, right? And what the brands need to do is say, like, here's why you bought it from us, because we have this extra community. We have this content. We have this education. We have this um, higher quality than any other competitor out there. So that's the retention phase. Keep them in your ecosystem. The third stage is the expansion phase. That is when you upsell and cross-sell after you've said, hey, we've helped you adopt the product. You've seen extra value from our brand. Now we're going to help you become an even better creator, an even better stylist, an even better whatever the product will be, right? So that's that's the expansion stage. And the final stage is after you've shown that you've helped them adopt the product, you've shown your brand has more value than anyone else, and you've expanded them and helped them achieve their goals with the product they originally bought, that's when you turn into the advocacy stage, which is now they turn them into a raving fan, go tell your friends, leave a review, become part of our ambassador program. Those four stages are the best way to excel and turn a one-time buyer into a lifetime buyer. Awesome. Awesome. Just sharing the value right off the rip. Uh, I love it. So I know that uh, you got a really sweet little giveaway for our listeners. Uh, let's kind of let them know what you have to kind of offer them. Sure. Um, well, right now what I'm giving away is actually I have that post-purchase hourglass playbook and strategy all in my book right here. Um, we just... Um, came out with this. It's about 330 pages of email and SMS strategies from the top brands out there. And it's just a very informative guide for you to roll out for your brand. Um, I've actually kicked the tires on, probably sent about a billion emails so far in the past 12 months and generated about 300 plus million in revenue. And these are the strategies I'm using and what the top brands are using to roll out. So I highly recommend you get that book. If you go to our, our website, um, highflyerdigital.com slash playbook. You can get this You get this for free. I will just give it to you for free because I want to help brands compete to win in a very crowded marketplace. I think it'll be very helpful. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll make sure to put that link down in the show notes. And I got, I got a book. I got a copy of the book. It's amazing. I mean, he's not really holding anything back there. It's not like one of those books where it's like, here's half of the strategy and you have to hire us to tell the rest. It's He's just putting it all out there. He believes in, uh, in, in value and education uh, more than kind of using it as a, a lead magnet, I guess, is a way to put it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope that, you know, at the end of the day, um, my background is I'm, I'm, you know, I've, I've, always struggled with building relationships and it took my wife, it took my background. I'm adopted. So I've always had that kind of break and, and never had that kind of deep relationship, but it, it took my wife, my family and everyone to kind of help excel in that, help grow that part of me. And I, I translated that all into the book as well. So there's not just a, per, a personal um, element, there's also a professional one. Um, both of them come to play here 
And again, if it worked and I tested it at the top brands, and if I could do it at the top brands, you can certainly do it at your brand. So it's kind of almost a swipe and deploy. You could just roll it out and help shape the mindset for the sake of your brand and the customer. At the end of the day, everyone wants a better relationship with the person behind the email. It's not just about sending emails and texts. Awesome, Isaac. I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today and sharing your insights. We're going to keep this one short and sweet because I know I'm going to have you back before Q4, before Black Friday. You're going to share your secret sauce for 2023 for having the best Black Friday of your brand's life. So look forward to that coming out in, I don't know, 6 months, I guess, from whenever this one comes out. Uh, but any parting words for the audience, Isaac? Yeah, I think the, the the best part of words I could say is again, like I like I said on, on a few other speaking engagements, I said always that remember that there's a customer and a person behind the inbox, behind the phone number, and the magic starts the way you build a relationship is with that person. It's not about the email, it's not about the text. It's about building a relationship with that person, with that customer, treating them more than just an open wallet who's willing to spend, but treat them as a human who has a need to fill and they chose you as a brand. So I really hope you do that because that'll help my shopping experience, probably help your your shopping experience, Chase, and just help everyone you know rise rise together and have a better relationship with, with uh, shoppers online. Awesome. Thank you so much, Isaac. Thanks for being here. We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own businesses. You can find all the links in the show notes you can subscribe to the newsletter at honestycommerce.co to get each episode delivered right into your inbox. If you're enjoying this content, consider leaving a review on iTunes. That really helps us out. Lastly, if you're a store owner looking for an amazing partner to help you get your Shopify store to the next level, reach out to Electric Eye at electriceye.io. Until next time.